0: Welcome to Broadway Radio's Tell Me More. I'm your host, Matt Tiamanini. Here on Tell Me More, we strive to talk about projects and topics that don't often get covered on theater podcasts. On today's episode, I spoke with two of the stars of one of the buzziest shows in New York City theater right now the star studded, uber intimate production of Uncle Vanya that is currently playing in a loft near Union Square. I shared my thoughts on this electric, raw, and cathartic production in a travelogue episode over on our Patreon last week. So if you wanna hear all of my thoughts about it, you can head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio. But today I am in conversation with Tony Award-winning director and actor, David Cromer, and star of stage and screen, Julia Chan. In the production, they play Vanya and Yelena, respectively, in a cast that also features brilliant performances from Will Brill, Marin Ireland, Thomas J. Ryan, and a host of other incredibly talented actors. In our conversation, we discuss why so many red-letter names wanted to take on the task of performing Chekhov in front of 40 people, at least in the original run, why they all were clamoring for a return engagement in front of the massive 90-seat crowd, how that audience impacts their performances in such a small space, and so much more. This production of Uncle Vanya must close on September 3rd, and we will have information on how you can purchase tickets in the show notes. So, without further ado, here's my conversation with Julia Chan and David Cromer. So I think I I need to start with setting the record straight a little bit because I have heard a couple different origin stories for this production of Uncle Vanya, (laughs) um, and both of you were involved early on in all the stories that I've heard. But Juliet, from what I understand, what I've been told, you and Will might have kind of gotten this ball rolling in the first place. Is that correct? Can you clear up all of the confusion around where this all originated?
1: (laughs) I'd love to know the other versions. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, well, I, it was, I suppose it started with an Instagram flirt DM, like all great creative things. Um, but no, I had uh, messaged Will. Uh, we were Instagram pen pals from a long time ago, um, actually having met in an audition room of all things. Uh, <laughs> in which David was the director. Um, and I had thrown out to him the idea of reading this play right. and that's where it began. It's really not uh, not super complicated or dramatic. That's, that's where it began. And then he was the one who really ran with it in terms of the amazing people that came together. Um, so... That that was the connective tissue and in, in, into you, David. Right. I mean, you
2: can pick yeah. up
1: every if everyone has a story about how they heard. Right. Because
2: yeah. It, right. I, it it's a, funny. On some level, it's like you're not gonna you're not gonna. Not that it's not a. I mean, it is. It is a brilliant idea for you and Will. To, I mean, it is legitimately a brilliant idea for you and Will to play those parts. So the, I, don't, I, don't, I don't. I don't. I cast those versions of the story. But you'd be hard pressed to find actors who don't say to each other, "We should read." You know, (laughs) ex-Chekhov play, you know, Um, uh, uh, so so it's it's uh, it's why it's not. How did this happen? It's why? Why doesn't it happen more often? You know, Um, Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, but uh, uh, and I think um, I can't remember, Julia, whether you said it or Marin said it a couple of weeks ago. We were we were sort of giving ourselves a moment to say, well, this is, you know, worse things have happened to people than this, you know. (sighs) And 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 uh, and one of you said, like, yeah, this is the dream, right? To be doing Chekhov in the city, <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and, and people um, to
1: be coming. Right. And,
2: and so From the home. other, I mean, the, 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 the place I piggyback the story. I'm sorry, Julia, what did you what I interrupted you?
1: No, I just said oh. that you're right. The dream and, and to have people come and then yeah. stay at the end.
2: Yes, yes, no. yes, <laughs> um, It's it's to get to do it and then to not have people hate it, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're, 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 uh, we're, uh, uh I, uh, the, the kind sort of the other elements of the story are, I think, Will carried it to a conversation with me where he had at one point or another heard me say, you know, if there was ever a part I w- had wanted to play because I don't act much anymore, this was it, which of course is also not, you know, also not surprising to hear some, <laughs> you know, middle-aged actor say, <laughs> some sad middle-aged man say they want to be Uncle Vanya. Um. And, uh, and then I think it got mentioned around, uh, um, um, of my friend, Jack Serio. And I guess I would say that like, you know, the, the, uh, ambitions of, of actors, um, yeah. uh, have to be sort of like run down the field by, I think Julia and Will are probably bigger go-getters than I am, but run down the field by like Jack and then his, um, uh the producer his sort of producing partner uh this man oliver roth just make it made it happen very fast instead of it being one of these things which we talk about for years so it happened very 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 fast i mean we we did a reading of it april 14th and we opened you know whatever may we started rehearsals at the end of may no we started rehearsals in
1: was right at the beginning of June I think I mean I think yeah, it was June,
2: just
1: yeah. it was just maybe six weeks but yeah I mean it it does make me chuckle and uh a bit bashful because you know this is a classic a ca- canonical piece of work that every actor wants to do so you know like I don't know uh how exciting that that really is because I don't know many people who would say no like David said yeah. I don't
2: deserve it any better. Well, no, no, I'm sorry. I wasn't trying to take anything away from that. I mean, I think that it's it's that it's 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 that random thing that that it got to happen, you know. Which is hopefully of use to people who want things like this to happen too, you know.
1: Yeah, It's,
2: yeah. it's There's been a lot of gatekeep. There's a lot of gatekeeping. and I know that's a a buzzword, and I don't know if I'm using it correctly, but I think there's a lot of gatekeeping as um, to, to how theater can be done. Mm. And and I'm from a a place where those rules aren't as hard and fast, which is Chicago. And uh, and uh, it was a it was a very uh, there was was a lot of creativity. There is a lot of creativity there.
0: Well, and you you mentioned, David, that, you know, the comparisons to Chicago, which is famous for the storefront kind of theater movement and. This production and the previous version are not necessarily done in storefronts, but they're done in these very intimate lofts. And you talk about Chekhov, which you both have said is like one of the things that every actor wants to do because those I'm assuming because those emotions are so raw and the characters are so present and human, both for the better and for the worse. When you are doing a show like this, when you, you know, they, you always talk about in the theater, you have to play to the back of the house when the back of the house is 20 feet away. How does that change how you approach what you have to do as an actor for, for, I guess I'll start with David, but either one of you.
2: That's a great question. Um, I've seen theater in very small spaces that still seems fake, mm. um, and I don't know whether we don't seem fake, you know, like people have said very nice things to us, but those are only the people who's, who, who we see, you know, what I mean? There's uh-huh. people that don't like it. And, and, uh, I, I don't, I don't want to be doing one of these sort of conversations where, where I, you know, I'm sort of accepting as an article of faith that it's good. I mean, people like it. And I, I at various times feel good about the work, you know, um, uh, uh, Julie and I have our good days and our bad days. And, uh, uh, but i've definitely seen work in small tiny spaces that still seems fake and and so it, it it's always I, I guess i think about it in terms of understanding um the space in between uh, us and them um uh, 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 understanding how um uh, how much Straightforwardness is required and trying to achieve that, whether whether we do or not. You know, like last night there was a bunch of scenes. I was like, well, I'm making some faces. So they sure know what I'm thinking, aren't I? <laughs> Why don't I just think it, you know? Uh <clears throat> um uh so it's just trying to respect the 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 reality of of the proximity, you know. Um, there was a point, there's a point there's a point in the play where I'm sitting, it's sort of one of my favorite scenes to do, which is that I've sort of Basically, almost completely left the stage. I'm way off to the side, while Julia and uh, Will Brill have a conversation, have their first conversation about um, uh, his love of forests, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 also uh, Sonia Marin is in that conversation too, and I'm sitting off to the side. Oh no, it's it's when Will has to leave, and uh, Will sort of. Oh, yeah. um, uh, makes a joke about his mustache and makes a joke about himself. And I'm sitting very like uh, sort of in, almost in the audience because I'm sitting in the chair by the piano and I have like an audience member, like two feet to my one side and like three mm-hmm. feet to my other side. And I just respond to Will the way they respond to Will. Yeah. You know, so I feel like them, like I'm hearing it for the first time and I'm seeing that guy who I already know I pretty much like, you know, Mm-hmm. And and hearing him joke about himself being uh, having a, an enormous mustache and no talent, and and I just sort of chuckle along with them. And that's uh, trying to be as as truly them as possible. I would say would be the approach to being in this play. Trying to be like them as opposed to what I'm going to show them. Does that make
0: any sense? No, I, absolutely. I mean, I think we often talk about. Theater being such a different medium than anything on screen because you have the audience right there and they are as much of a cliche as it is another character in the in the yeah. show. Julia, when you think about being not only in that physical proximity with the audience, but also I would have to imagine in the emotional proximity of the audience, how does that impact what you do on a daily basis? And and do you notice it changing from that 40 seat loft to the 90 seat loft. And does it change at all from night to night into what type of energy and emotion the audience is giving you and responding to?
1: Oh my gosh. Yes. And, and, and in, in both those cases, you know, that I was just saying yesterday, going from the, from the first loft with 40 people to the second one with I think 90, 95. When we first got into the, the original loft, I, I, honestly was worried about sort of scaring people or bowling them over with how much feeling she has, you know, because they were right in my lap and moving their ankles out of the way when I was running past them and I, my kimono was like grazing them every night. And I thought, Oh God, you know, they're, it's going to be too much for them. It's going to be this tidal wave or there's too, you know, it's just too much feeling, which is, I guess, impossible with Chekhov. But, um, You know, and then, uh, and then I just started trusting um, because you can almost—I almost almost could feel like the audience breathing with us. It was they, you know, it was surreal. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we got into the second space, and I think I had this conversation maybe with you, David. We both looked at each other, and and I and I "I, I think I love it here as well. And yeah. I wondered if I was going to have it. Oh, nothing's going to be the same, you know. Yeah. But, but I, there, I'm finding a little bit more permission in the second space because there's just a little, there's a tiny bit more room, but also there's more of them. I do feel like there's a, a reaching that has to happen. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but I also think that Jack and the team has been able to recreate that that intimacy yeah. so we haven't lost that which i thought we we might you know by moving um and it does change night to night um Absolutely. and we did our first matinee yesterday and you know the the i think the goal is to just make sure that we're talking to each other yeah. and that we we don't know what's coming next is the big thing yeah. uh that we when you come in, you, you don't, you forget, you have to forget and not know where it's going, you know, because it's such a huge journey for, for everyone. It's beginning the play and not knowing what the end is, which is something you said a lot, David. And, um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's the not knowing, I think that really helps. And Um, just talking to each other like humans would is something. yeah, Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's it's we're we're in the middle of the I mean it's been so like a lot a lot I take from that is it's a transition we had a version which we were comfortable with and there's always a conversation which is like, well how do you do it again and you're like well it it, it can't be there's a, it's a different container we're in a different container and and uh, it has different asks of us uh, but and then we just learned what we started to learn what they were you know um, it's nice to try to bring. The shared space with the audience. Mm-hmm. You know, we say we share space with the audience all the time in the theater. I don't think we always do, are doing it, and I don't think they're always doing it with us. I think there's a separation. They're in the dark. We're in the light. They're, you know what I mean. They're, they're, you know, they're uh, we're we're uh, they're either hostile to them or we're hot. You know what I mean. There's some hostility sometimes. Yeah. We 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 with the lights on. We we all have to kind of get used to each other and mm. and not not lie or try not to lie <laughs> you know um
1: yeah yeah, yeah. and it's the, the, it it's I find that in the in the text and the audience you know there's no there's no uh they'll you'll get caught really fast by yourself or I imagine by the people who haven't stayed <laughs> you know like. It'll catch you really fast if you lie, like you said. Um, but, you know, another interesting thing the other day, and my brother came to see it and he saw it in the 40-person room and he said he was in the, there are two rows and he was in the front and he sat down and he said he w- was just terrified for the first few minutes. Just there was no, that he's in it, you know, you're in it with yeah. us. There's no, you know, separation there, which I think people are enjoying. Um, as unpleasant as it is.
2: Right? Sometimes we think we've got to accomplish the connection at the beginning or people think, well, yeah. we've got to win them right away. that's not necessarily true. It's not the way the world is. You know, right. we we will all get used to each other. You know, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, it is nice. The thing you said about them breathing with us is, is, is interesting. I can hear. And I think maybe that's what I was sort of trying to feel when I was, list- when I'm listening to Will in act one, mm-hmm. talking about the mustache and Ostrowski, you know, uh where like i'm just trying to be with them while they're you know being with each other and then that that sort of hopefully is part of the process of us all kind of relaxing into being in being in this being being on the farm together
0: mm. you you've talked a little bit about kind of the transition between the two productions i, I know that this second production wasn't Always guaranteed, but I from what I understand, it was something that you all very much wanted, and I assume that part of that has to do with the familial nature, both I guess on stage and and behind the scenes of everything that you have built with this company so I, I wonder, Julia, what was it about this opportunity that you wanted to continue, even if it wasn't a bigger space, and maybe there was a little bit of apprehension about what could be lost going from the first one to the second one but it sounds from what I understand that everybody really wanted to have another crack at this.
1: I, I, I really, I certainly did. And, you know, they're all here apart from, you know, scheduling conflict with bill. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, well, part of it was that it was how many, 16 shows. And I, i I'll speak for myself, it just felt like there was it was just the beginning and yeah. in an order in a, a regular i guess run what that would be barely at the end of previews or at least just part way through yeah. um and so there was that part of it, just how how short it was um and then just it was very fun it is very fun mm-hmm. um in this company, so you know saying goodbye didn't if there was an option to keep going saying goodbye didn't feel like something certainly something i wanted to do right away um but there, i mean i you know there have been companies that work on of for a year one play for a year i think you can with this with this work you can just keep going and going and going yeah. um it already feels like a different Production in many ways, just in the work. I don't know if people would notice, you know, if they'd seen the first round. But it feels like it's changed and deepened in the in the performances um already. What performance number twenty three or
2: something?
1: Twenty one or twenty two, something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. It's so early, still. Yeah.
2: Yeah, if we were at Lincoln Center, this would be you know three weeks into you know okay. or you know if we're in the midst of, you know it'd be three weeks into previews, which is you know which is a lot. There's plenty you know of performances, but uh, it's uh, it's still like yeah, just just getting. I'm just figuring some things out, yeah. and 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 the things I haven't figured out yet are 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 there's a li- I still have a list. <laughs> a mm-hmm. of yeah,
0: yeah, and well, and I have to imagine that. Despite the fairly heavy nature of this show, that doing the show like this in this environment with these people in a way that, you know, despite maybe your background in Chicago and in storefront theaters, like probably neither of you get to do something like this very often, there has to be kind of an excitement and a joy in Maybe not harken back to your roots, I guess, but kind of to to get away from some of the whether it's on stage, the bigger stage at the Mitzi Newhouse or something or on screen where kind of just getting to flex a, a, a few different muscles than maybe you don't have the opportunity to do in a regular production.
1: I mean, oh, my goodness. Yes, it's just I mean, it's, Marin and I were warming up, I think, in the first space. And you touched on this, David, but we looked at each other and we just we were like, well, we're doing we're doing the roles we always you know dreamt of doing we were kids and we're doing them in new york and we started the first round really was for us you know like it came together in this strange magical way at, in the series of you know texts and and a random dinner and an email for, you know all the cast kind of came together in that way so it was uh it, to, to have it keep going um has been amazing you know for personal reasons but but yeah I was just thinking the other day what um what will it be like to go shoot something next you know having been in something that requires a completely different level of you know stamina and athleticism and um emotionally and physically and you know just it's just a yeah it's it's dreamy really in in that sense um but I'll be really curious to to go back, or not back, but on to something and see if the work has changed, um, hopefully for the better. But this is very unique, for sure, for me anyway.
2: I guess I also want to be clear that there's there's tons of, there really is tons of like, this is a, our, our show is a, is an odd, uh, it's an anomaly it is a high profile grassroots thing you know <laughs> yeah um i and i'm not sure why you know it, it got you know a little bit of you know moran bill you know what? whatever you know ju- ju- uh, there's a little bit of you know there's there, there are people with some 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 cachet but that happens all the time and there's There are artists doing stuff in small, beautiful rooms and in lofts and apartments. And I've seen it in New York all over the place that don't have stumble into the enormous amount of, relatively enormous amount of attention we got. You know what I mean? So I I, want to make no claim that we were breaking new ground. Um, (laughs) I I love that the high profile nature of this hopefully would draw more attention to work like that. Um, um, It is just, it is an ongoing, and classic and often disastrous and often glorious uh thing which is that people without an institution behind them suddenly say with their friends or their acquaintances let's do this you know Mm -hmm. and and i uh we didn't invent it (laughs) we didn't perfect it you know, and I know no one's suggesting that, but I just want to for all the for anyone who's listening who's filled with rage right now. You know what I mean? Because they've been doing Chekhov in Lofts for years. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know, hopefully this draws some attention to that kind of work because that's very possibly uh, a big a bigger part of our future. Something, something handmade and something intimate and something um, you know that that can that can only reach a few people, but that can be communicated and supported through the fact that we communicate through text that we that we Mm -hmm. largely people largely heard about it on social media you know yeah and 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 this and this kind of work is also it's and, and to go to your original question which is how does it affect the next set of work which is that it's not all that it's all that it's possible and it's not all nasty business and that it is um it is uh it is possible to Still have excitement around something, you know, Um, and for people to want to see something um, that isn't uh, that's 130 years old.
0: Yeah. And and I was going to I was going to ask David, you mentioned the fact that you don't do a ton of acting anymore. You do obviously far more work directing than you do actually appearing on stage. And I I wonder if this you are known for doing, you know, a lot of, you know, really cool new shows, although you've obviously had some pretty high profile uh, classics as well, but I, I wonder if you look at this from a director's standpoint, has this shown you that maybe in part because of the, the big high profile bold letter names that are in the cast, but that there maybe is an appetite for something that is different than this commercial theater industrial complex that that we have all kind of been living through, especially post pandemic, where it's harder to take risks With things because everything is on such a perilous knife's edge, but seeing the excitement for this, like you talked about that, maybe there are are opportunities to to kind of go outside of the the current constraints that so much of the industry is lived by, at least on that that level that more people are aware of, not the people that you said are listening very angrily and yelling at their (laughs) at their radios already.
2: Boy, I hope so. I hope so. Um, I hope so. I, I think that, I think that there's, you know, it's been difficult, it's been difficult the last couple of years and, you know, there's a million reasons and I'm not a, 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 a business person or a social scientist in any way, uh, uh, or an administrator, but it's, it's, it, it, the, the, the form, the art form or the business model or the way we deliver it is constantly evolving. And, and I, and I, I hope people like will be, will, uh, you know i i i have the covetousness of wanting to have played this but i did not have the ambition to make it happen you know like mm-hmm. jack and you know jack and oliver were the ones who were go getters you know so like i'm 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 the i'm the um you know um i'm the recipient of the of that kind of youthful uh uh drive i hope so i really do i really yeah. do i you know i think there's got to be you know in chekhov um, uh, as the 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 argument between the the established artist, the unestablished artist, and the seagull is, uh, you know, Constantine says we need new forms. He goes, "Well, great, yeah, we do need." And Trigorin says, "We do need new forms, but there's there's room enough for everyone, you know. Um, there's supposed to be room, you know. Sometimes you got to make your own."
0: Yeah, yeah, and I I was lucky enough be because I know Oliver and I'm I'm friends with Oliver. I was hanging around a little bit, helping him hang some signs up before the, the performance that I saw last week. And uh, Julia, you mentioned you and Marin were talking as you were warming up. And I, I saw a lot of that and the the camaraderie that you all had together. And I think it would be a little bit of a disservice to not at least ask about the rest of this company. You've We've mentioned Marin and we've w- mentioned, mentioned Will and you mentioned Bill, who was in the previous iteration. But whether it's Will Dagger or Anne or Thomas, Virginia, Dario, the rest of them. Can you just give us a little bit of a sense as to what working with this ensemble has been like across the two different productions of, of or you know, different different runs of this production of Vanya?
2: I haven't really met any of them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I understand they're very nice. Uh, they're certainly they're certainly expedient with their cues. No. I mean, uh, <laughs>
1: Well, I, we were laughing about it because the, in the first round, we, you know, we're on stage in a very small space, and then we're off stage, all of us in the, in, you know, in a room together, as our green room. Um, so, I mean, thank goodness yeah. we all fell in love with each other. Yeah, yeah. Um, it uh, the things that people have have brought, you know, the the, the performances and watching them certainly, I've i just feel very very lucky and um and then off stage it has just been uh, a a circus of f- ridiculousness and yeah, fun yeah. And, and and i and i think oh, oh, one of the um designers was saying <laughs> oh, that they've they've they've, <laughs> they've never seen a company um stay to hang out after 10 hours of tech yeah.
0: um
1: to, to socialize like, and love, unwind
2: after the show
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was gonna say when i was leaving i was leaving the performance last week and david you were walking back into the to the loft where the theater is with a bottle of prosecco in your hand so uh, uh, i can't confirm that that is very I can true
2: neither confirm nor deny uh <laughs> this accusation uh no comment yes yeah um Yeah, I I mean it's a you know it's a it's uh I think it is a very generous, uh um trend that happens when people are doing a hard play to be uh to be uh, uh, attentive to each other and to care about each other. Um uh yeah, I mean I don't know. It's like I'm done. done My uh, I mean yeah, the 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 people are a delight. There's a very very lucky, um and uh i think hard-earned um uh secret signal we have which is that we'll be there'll just be mayhem and s- yes. stupid jokes and silliness and bits and when we hover near showtime everyone just gets very quiet and leaves each other alone like and it just happens hmm. um uh and then and then like i mean you know occasionally there's a transgression but, but generally everyone's very tuned into to um people are concentrating people are about to do something hard you know and listen listen i'm not we're not breaking rocks in the hot sun you know what i mean we're playing we're we, we have the opportunity to try to do something very difficult every night That's difficult not because oh good lord i i don't like to i don't want to cry i don't want to hurt myself emotionally i don't i mean i don't know how other people feel about that i don't i don't i don't cotton to that that kind of indulgence I, I I I love to I it's just a mountain you want it's just a it's a it's a feat you want to you want to do well you know you want to do it truthfully you want to do it well so it's hard to do it to try to do it as well as you want to do it or as well as the people around you are doing it um uh but but there's a there's a real great I, I mean I think one of the things I like best about the the group is that 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 point where everyone just gets quiet when
0: mm-hmm.
2: everyone else is getting ready, you know, and just kind of makes room for everyone. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, there. I mean, you you mentioned. Did I don't know if you forgot anybody, everybody's name. But there's a brilliant actor named Thomas J Ryan is now playing the part yeah. that we genius Bill Irwin played last time. It's a completely different performance, and mm-hmm. it is just it is a testament to the idea that they're both they're, these two. These two approaches to this role, Tom did not see Bill play it. Tom's and this uh, uh, other wonderful actor's instincts are all completely appropriate to the text, to the role, the way Bill's were completely appropriate to the text, the role. And they're completely different and they're both right, which is one of the things that's sort of most glorious about the art form. You know of a uh, 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 of a well written play of the You know what I mean that that That's why plays aren't movies. That plays are to be continually done, to be passed from hand to hand, and to stay alive if they if they deserve to stay alive. The way this play does. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, who else? Annie McDonough. We have these brilliant Annie McDonough. You know Annie McDonough is the mother of Virginia Wing. Ugh. Oh, Virginia Wing, who like completely defines our household, and is just angelic and hilarious, and and a, and a monster. In the best possible <laughs> <part>. <laughs> <laughs> um, who did we not mention? Who did we not talk about? Uh, uh, uh,
1: beautiful uh dagger, beautiful musician. Dagger. Well, he's punctuating the you know the play yeah. with. With his guitar playing, which is amazing. And then, you know, Marin, who is Marin and yeah.
2: Dario, who plays Eupheme, our brilliant Nathan Mallon, who played Eupheme and um and uh, uh was with us last time and is now here is as the ASM. He the ASM last time in Eupheme and now he's ASM and we have these great understudies that are ready <laughs> this time. We have understudies. Um <laughs>
1: And of, and, of course, our wonderfully sinewy <laughs> Dr. Astrop.
2: Oh, yeah. Will oh, bro. yeah, him. him. He's, he's, he's sinewy.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, you know.
2: He's I pretty so. great. Hiding under tables, yeah. breaking laptops, you know, Will bro So
0: funny. <laughs> well, I'll wrap up with this, and this might be an impossible question or it might be a question you've thought about before, I'm not Sure. You've said that while this is not a completely foreign uh, type of thing uh, to have a classic like this done in an intimate loft space, you've done this. This is going to come to an end uh, in a few weeks. If you could do another show in, in, in a format like this, doesn't necessarily have to be a loft, but in a a, a small, intimate space like this, what would it be? Would it, would it be a classic? Would you try a comedy in this format? Is there something that lends itself more to this kind of approach that you would like to get your hands on.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, and
0: David, I guess that could be for, as a director or as an actor for you or, or either you, Julie, but either one I'd, I'd be interested to hear if you have any thoughts on, on what you might like to do in this, this format next. Oh,
2: that's very exciting. I'd, I'd love to do a new play.
1: Yeah. In this kind of space. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it's just such a, a, and the you know, the word you know, let's just continue to kind of be in process that lends itself so well, you know, to this kind of intimate space. You we walk in every day and we go, let's have a go. You know, we've yeah. done we've done the work, we've done the chatting, we've rehearsed, we've it continues to grow. Like let's just go in and have a really good bash, you know, at it. Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, a new play would, would be yeah you know beautiful in there um but you know the and the the classical work really flew in in the small space someone had said to me you know is this like a series you know yeah that you revisit um but yeah other people seem to have (laughs) thoughts on it i haven't gotten that far
2: I feel on some level, it might be a little bit of a, uh, you know, it might be, I might be in the minority on this. I don't, I don't think that it's, I don't know. Like, I think that like, we don't want to recap, try to recapture a rapture, you know, like, I don't want to chase yeah. the, honey, you know, like, like it might be more like, uh, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get, we'll all get to do more, th- you know, like hopefully we all do more theater together, you know, yeah, as opposed that. to check play do we do next, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. It just, it's all, it's open, you know, we know we like the format. That's, yeah. and we know we like each other. So there's that. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, in in one of the other things, in addition to the storefront theater that Chicago is so well known for is is repertory companies, David. So, I mean, if you all wanted to start a rep company and uh, just do a new show every year or two, I, I think that there would be a lot of people that would be very excited about that. Yeah, absolutely. I'd like
2: to help more people do this if I could figure out a way to do that to be of use. You know, I'd like to help more people create work like this, maybe, you know.
0: Yeah. Um, be Wonderful. Yeah. Well, thank you both for sharing your time on what I believe is a day off for you. Um, no,
2: no, we have a show tonight. We're going to the show.
0: I love the Monday night shows, They're getting, getting yeah. off schedule and giving people opportunities to see things on normal Dark Nights. I love that. So absolutely. I was absolutely blown away by the, the production and was just so enchanted by not only the space and kind of the environment, but the the rawness of all of your performances. So I, I thank you for that. I thank you for, for talking about it. And I hope everybody gets the chance to go see this before you wrap up that first weekend in September.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Tommy Moore. My name is Matt Teimennini. You can find me on social media at Matt, and you can reach out to Broadway Radio on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. We will have a link to where you can get more information on the hyper-animate Uncle Vanya in the show notes and on BroadwayRadio.com. Tommy Moore is produced and edited by me. Special thanks, of course, to Julia Chan, David Cromer, Oliver Roth, John Wisniewski, and the man without whom none of Broadway Radio is possible, James Marino. Thanks again for listening, and remember. 100 years from now, the people who come after us, for whom our lives are showing the way, will they think of us kindly? Will they remember us with a kind word? I wish to God I could think so. Also, always get a second scoop, and when you get the chance, ask people to tell you more.